adventurers out there and welcome back everybody to episode 15 of the Grape Soda Club podcast. My name is Christina Porter and I'll be your host. We're getting right into it this week so grab your adventure books and let's get started. Hey guys how are you? It's nice to be finally back. I know on Tuesday we didn't have an episode and I'm really sorry. Um, Neil and I finally moved into the new house. Not everything's done. I'll get to that later but We're here, so I kind of took a couple days off just to get everything moved in, get the studio set up. Uh, We're actually going to have another studio in our house, too, that we're going to set up for other purposes also. So we've kind of just been adjusting to home life. This is the first time that we've owned a home. So, um, you know, we're just kind of getting everything together and making our home feel like home. Kind of like Disney, you know, Walt Disney World and Disneyland. Uh, This is our castle. We have to make it ours and so unfortunately unfortunately due to that uh this had to take a back burner for a couple days but i'm back i have lots of new things coming i'm really excited about what the future holds and i cannot wait to do this with you guys every week and bring you along the journey every week i if you notice the audio is still i'm using the headset just because we're still getting everything acclimated with I have a small studio right now, um, but we're actually going to move to a bigger studio and we're going to have all the nice audio equipment set up upstairs there and it's going to be amazing. I'm super excited about it and I I think Neil is too because he's going to be along with us on this journey also. So just kind of catching up with you guys. I hope everybody's doing awesome. I'm really sorry I missed last week, but like I said, you know, things kind of took precedent over other things, but hey, that happens in life, right? So that's my adventure story of the week, and you're welcome. And I hope everybody's doing all right. So this week, just to kind of roll into things again, I wanted to just talk about a couple things that have been in the Disney community that have been overheard. Uh, just things that were, you know, kind of getting back to touching base on at least as far as Disney goes. And there's been a lot of stuff, honestly. There, In the weeks past, you wouldn't think in like a week's time that there would be so much stuff, but there actually is. As you guys, many of you know, Epcot did have its 35th birthday. Happy birthday, Epcot. Um, and as it rolled out with its 35th birthday, there was a lot of new merchandise that came out. There was a big announcement that Guardians of the Galaxy ride was going to be a roller coaster, which... I have mixed feelings about this. I'll just tell you why, because I don't really know. I mean, there's, again, already test track. I don't know why there's a need for two roller coasters, but hey, that's a different story for a different day. If you're a Guardians of the Galaxy fan, this is going to be your ride. It definitely seems like it's going to bring the thrill, the excitement, uh, you know, the backstory. It's something new, but again, I don't understand the placement. Like, I still have a hard time understanding why, like... Guardians is going to be in Epcot like why wouldn't they put something else that's futuristic I don't really think of Guardians of the Galaxy as being futuristic but I could be wrong I just kind of look at it as being like I don't know like just another Marvel comic book thing that belongs somewhere like in Hollywood Studios maybe or MGM as I call it Y'all know that. Um, So that's kind of where I'm going with that. Um, You know, the other things that came out, there was a, I really want this. If any of you out there know how to get your hands on this, I really want it. It's a figment pop vinyl that's by Funko and it's, oh, you can get it online. That is awesome, which I'm probably going to have to buy for Epcot's 35th anniversary. I, I have a love for figment and I think I'm gonna have to order this. I, I, you know, I, I forgot, like, 
when I first found out about it, I first found out that it was only an in parks exclusive. And we have a friend that's over this weekend who's helping us with stuff, and uh, he just got Neil the Orange Bird Funko. And so we were actually just talking about the Figment Funko, and we were just talking about how we thought it was just an in parks exclusive because they did come out. I think they came out with an Indiana Jones one also that you could only get in the parks. And you guys know how that works, like. If you can only get something in the parks, people go like personal shoppers or just people in general go to the parks to specifically buy this. It was like the rose. You remember you may or may not remember the enchanted rose cups. People go to the parks. They buy like copious amounts of these things and then they resell them, which is mm, I have mixed feelings. It's genius, but not genius because nobody's going to pay $76 for a rose cup. I'm not. I waited until it came to the Disney store. Um, so they definitely upcharge it and try to sell it on eBay. Now, I think Disney should probably do a better job of limitations or offering it and making a lot of the stuff that they have in parks. Like, I know they want you to go to the parks and visit the parks and get the merchandise in the parks, but there are a lot of people who are huge Disney fans that cannot go visit the parks that can only afford to, I mean... Disney merchandise is expensive, but some people can only afford to order the Disney merchandise and not go to the Disney parks because it's like $20 for a t-shirt or $1,500 for a whole entire Disney trip. So I think they should probably do a better job of integrating the two. And I know they're, they're working on it, but I still feel like there's more to come. So Figment came out, which is awesome. And now he's available online, which is great. I, I'm so excited. That's awesome. Uh, they. I also found out that apparently they're hosting a Wheel of Fortune taping at, you know, Epcot to show that there's going to be, like, the for the to celebrate the anniversary for the 35th, you know, birthday of Epcot, which is amazing. Who would not want to be? How awesome would that be if you could be on The Price Is Right? At Disney World like seriously that would be so cool and I know the chance is like one in a million but that's still pretty awesome like if you think about it that's pretty amazing so that's been going on obviously there's the food and wine festival so there's more of that you know stuff going on the chews that came they're there they have their booth there so things are you know things are definitely it's a busy time of the year for Epcot and especially for Disney World with the Food and Wine Festival. Now, remember, I believe that that goes until um, the like end of November. I think they extended it for thirty an additional couple days. So it's it definitely started obviously in late August and it's going to probably go until late November. I also found out this weird thing, which I don't really understand, is they have this like home meal kit that you can make of like on your vacation if you're staying in like a villa in a spot which I don't really understand what that is and I mean it's 49 bucks which is really expensive it's it's DVC that's why but I don't like I guess if you want the feeling of like a home cooked meal but you don't so that you can take it with you while on vacation and make it in your why wouldn't you just like buy the supplies at the Target and make it if you have a kitchen in your DVC room. I I don't understand it because you can get a full kitchen with the the DVC resorts. Um, you know, it's it's from what I understand, if you have a one bedroom villa, then that's how you get it if you have a deluxe, you know, which is weird. Very weird. 
So I don't really understand this, but you no, know, whatever. I'm just going to the Target in Orlando like I used to, and I'm going to get my bottled water, and I'm going to get me some of that pasta to make me some of that rigatoni, you know. Yes, I'm Italian, and I just said rigatoni. <laughs> uh, so the next thing I kind of wanted to touch base on is the fact that out of, like, left field, baseline, tap, house, like, and let's not forget to mention Grand Avenue, like, just, like, appeared in Hollywood Studios at MGM, like, out of nowhere, left field. Hello. Like, there was no formal announcement. It kind of just snuck its way there. Ah, Totally. And from what I've heard, there are mixed reviews about the food and the atmosphere seems pretty cool but the food there's mixed reviews about the food i heard some people said it was really really good and then i heard other people say nah, not so much so i'm just like how did they manage to turn it around so quickly like that i i have i don't how did they i don't know like i'm i'm so confused as to why there wasn't like a bigger announcement about this or like a grand opening i i've known disney to like sneak up and like slowly do things but like this i thought should have been something that might have been talked about at d23 and you know neil and i certainly talked about it on podcasts that we had we definitely talked about it in many episodes and we were curious to see what was going to happen and we read off the menu and we you know we definitely knew it was coming but it just like uh, snuck up very bizarre very weird but i mean it looks really cool it looks like you would expect of the nightlife of lost downtown los angeles um there's like some vintage things you know a couple office buildings and warehouses and they have like a whole bunch of like these cool like bow tie windows and just fun like uh, I think there's a dressmaker too, like a seamstress there. So that stuff's really cool. I, I did hear like that the if you go there and you get the pretzel, don't get the beer cheese because the beer cheese just tastes like warm milk, which is kind of disappointing because this is supposed to be a uh, like a tap house, and you're you won't want. Uh, I can only speak for myself, but when I go to like a tap house, I definitely want to try like their like their selective beers that they have that they've made at the tap house and i also want to try the different types of food that they have and one of the things that i really like to pair with my beer is pretzels i do it all the time when we go to uh baseball games and it's just that's like my you know meal of choice and so it's i've again heard the pretzels great but it kind of disappoints me that because this is a tap house that the you know the beer cheese is just like bland i guess which is very weird i don't know why it's so bland but okay (laughs) i mean disney get on that and fix it the right way i guess or have the chef of the day fix like whatever the beer cheese problem is i don't know i like beer cheese a lot so it disappoints me so kind of switching gears a little bit i next what i want to talk about is the world's most boring ride ever in walt disney world to this day 
Stitch's great escape, which is like, you know, the alien encounter, is now becoming an, a Stitch's alien encounter character greeting. Why? I don't know. I just, like, I'm not into Stitch. I don't know. Why would they try to save that space in tomorrow like in Tomorrowland and why wouldn't they just make it into like a Vanellope and Wreck-It Ralph like futuristic game area which is what like the ride which is what it should have been I don't understand why they like I don't get it I don't understand why they just didn't make it Vanellope's because that would have been way awesome and it kind of to me at least it feels like that belongs more in Tomorrowland than Stitch's Great Escape Alien Encounter and what kind of name is that? Who names that that? What? What? It, what? I don't I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Weird. Don't really know how I feel about this Disney. I don't understand why they're holding on to the space and I don't understand the attachment to Stitch but that's just my personal opinion. So now that we've talked about Stitch and all his glory, I kind of want to talk about the fact that um, there's a lot of things going on as far as like old Disney stuff, like movie wise, and also the fact that there's, you know, stuff going on in the current like cartoon area. The one major thing, I, there's a few major things that I kind of want to touch up on. Oh, I just hit my microphone. Sorry, y'all. Uh, the one thing that I, you know, there's three, like to me, there's real, one really big announcement that came and then there's two small ones that I'm going to touch up on briefly and give you a little bit more of a backstory about. I, I'm definitely excited to see where the, the main one will go. So we'll get there. So the first thing that I kind of want to talk about is you guys know how much I love uh, the Haunted Mansion, and I love DuckTales. I just watched the new DuckTales, like, probably about a month or two ago, and we have YouTube TV. Oh, there's a plug, YouTube TV. Oh, we got rid of cable, and through YouTube TV, we pay, I'm not getting paid for this ad, I should say, uh, we pay $35 a month, and we get all these channels. The only channel that we don't get is Annie, and I watch Sci the Scientology story. That's a different story for a different day. But, um, I really, really enjoy some DuckTales. And I think, you know, we watched the new one and it's okay. I don't get all the warm and fuzzies from it like I did the, like the original version, but it's not bad. It's taken me a little while to get used to the voices of the characters of Huey, Dewey, and Louie because it's not that I don't know how to do it, but it's like... <laughs> You know, that part is missing. Even for Scrooge, like, he's just a little... He's not a... You know, he never did. But he more sounded like a Brit. And I know this guy sounds kind of like a Brit, but it sounds more like... Or Scottish, I don't know. Somewhere between that borderline of, like, Scottish, British, and Australian. And it's just not... Like, the Scrooge is close, but not quite there. Donald is spot on. So... Um, I really enjoy what I was gonna say is I really enjoy Haunted Mansion a lot. You guys know this. I love my favorite ride and I'm really excited to see that they have some really cool Halloween episodes coming up where they're going to be integrating the Haunted Mansion with DuckTales. So I'm curious to see how this will what type of audience this will attract, if they'll get more traction for DuckTales and how they are gonna really integrate the you know the duck the DuckTales and the Haunted Mansion. I saw a preview for it and 
It looks really fun, so I always love me some Haunted Mansion. Y'all know this for sure. So now that we've talked about that, I do want to talk about something that's coming up really soon. Here in Virginia, there's going to be a convention for this and you're going to get you get to meet these guys and we actually were supposed to have Goldberg on the show um if you're still out there Goldberg we'd love to have you and Averman we haven't heard back from Averman yet so Averman if you're out there we'd love to hear back from you maybe we'll get to talk to you when we go to this convention but the Mighty Ducks yes that's right quack 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 they're going to have their 25th anniversary screening at El Capitan Theater in Hollywood. Now, this is a big deal because, and, and this is not, it's not attached to Disney. It's more of like the El Capitan Theater that's doing it. And so that's really cool because, to be honest with you, like the Mighty Ducks does not get any, really, any like Disney recognition, which is weird because. I, a lot of people love that movie and it's like one of the movies of like the 90s that you probably saw if you're my age you saw it you know Gordon Bombay definitely was like the guy so I it just you know I think it's I wish Disney did more for them but I think it's really awesome that they're gonna have this experience where they're gonna have uh the Anaheim Ducks are gonna come and they're gonna have their mascot they're going to have uh, some other like really cool characters from the Anaheim Ducks people coming. I think it's going to be like their uh, like one of their owners are going to come and talk to you. So it seems like there's going to be a lot of really fun stuff. The El Capitan Theater is notorious for hosting these amazing and like ex- like ex- not extensive, but like really they did just did a goofy movie and it's really like some really, really awesome uh like exclusives and grandiose grandiose is probably better events where people dress up and they do all this really fun stuff so that's awesome and i if you're in california i will definitely envy you for like a hot minute because i think it's you should go i think it's really important to have a great time and to embrace the ducks and embrace the ducks you should embrace the ducks they're amazing and they're just they're cool. <laughs> Hands down, they're cool. Averman was really nice when we met him. Uh, he came to a local place here. He was at one of the ballparks and he like signed for everybody and he wanted to make sure everybody got their signature, his signature. He took pictures with everybody. He was super nice to me while it was raining, like just a cool guy. So I'd love to have you on. I'm sure Jason would love to talk to you, Averman. Jason is a huge Mighty Ducks fan and uh, he actually got to talk to Goldberg, which was cool. So I think, Jason, I know you probably might not be able to go to this at the El Capitan Theater in California, but at least you'll get to meet some of them here. So it's really nice to see that at least they're getting some recognition somewhere because they really don't get any from Disney at all. Sorry, guys. (laughs) And the last and final thing that I kind of wanted to touch up on with you this week is that we just heard, and I believe today, actually, that... Which is, it's a six. So, that Disney is going to create five, five original films per year for this new streaming service that they're supposed to have. And they're promising you millions upon millions of hours of Disney viewing. Oh, and I 
forgot to tell you there's one other bonus thing that I want to talk about and I don't know how I feel about it yet. <laughs> um, so as you guys know, a few months ago, you know, Disney announced that they were going to launch the streaming service and they were going to pull everything from Netflix and they're going to ha- it's going to be a subscription service where you guys are going to have this going to have a lot of the Disney movies and television series and it seems like there's going to be like a lot to come. So five original movies per year they're going to be exclusively on the service there's going to be new like think of like disney channel tv like episodes it's going to be different types of content that's coming you know so that there's a lot like that's a lot and it it just it seems like this is really great because i feel like if they're going to offer a subscription service they can First of all, I want all the Disney movies, every single solitary one that you have, even the ones in the vault. Like, that's what I want. But I also want them to be able to create original content, and I want to see movies. I want them to offer me something different that I can't just get from, like, Disney movies anywhere or from Netflix. Like, I want something different. And so, you know, again, it was mentioned that they're, as a subscriber, like, you're looking, you know, a lot of them or the potential subscribers are looking for their you know favorite like i just want i want to be able to get like ducktales or like you know darkwing duck i i own the darkwing duck dvds but i want to be able to get like the episodes or chippendale rescue and rescue rangers like i want to be able to get those without having to go to costco and buy the dvds so i i hope that's what they you know bring and from what i understand is that they're going to take different types of you know, the Disney Channel series, and they're going to eventually move them to the streaming service, which will be good. So there's, and you know, there's going to be thousands upon thousands of hours of stuff from Disney, Marvel, Pixar, and of course, Star Wars, because that is, I hope that they bring over Clone Wars for those of you who like Clone Wars, because I think it may even be gone from Netflix. I don't, I don't know why I know that. It's like bizarre trivia that I know. <laughs> um, the last and final thing, and I don't have, this is the bonus part. I don't have a lot of information on this, but I did, like, I'm very curious to see why and how this has come about. But there is a rumor going around that Bob Iger could step down and may step down from Disney by 2019. Now, here's the thing. That's in two years time now. But in two years time, will the streaming service be up? Who, who will they have that's going to replace them? What is being done at Disney that he is currently working on and how can we get somebody to keep the originality of Disney there like he has? You know, he has pretty much said, like, no VR sets, none of this. Not You know, like, he has vetoed a lot of things. So, I, I listen, I don't know much. I know a lot about him, but I, I don't know him on a one-to-one level. But he sounds like he's a really cool guy. I like the fact that he wants to keep Disney intact and not change anything. And, you know, I think that's that's a great characteristic. That's definitely the Walt way. So I do think that that is um, something like that I really appreciate about him. But I also like I don't know. I know that there's been some hiccups with him and I realize that. And so I just hope that whoever they find to replace him you know, just is somebody that's going to keep that Walt vision alive, you know, like I say, which he did not say, well, he, he did say, but kind of didn't say, you know, it's kind of fun to do the impossible, um, you know, and so I think 
I want them to keep that mantra, but I also want to keep it like old school wall, and I want to keep the nostalgia, and I don't. Speaking of which, One Man's Dream got updated. It looks great. Um, that was another thing from Hollywood Studios, but yeah, I, I would hope that they would keep the visions without going too crazy. Oh, I just hit my mic again. Sorry, y'all. Um, I would hope that they would keep the visions of what you know Walt saw alive while maintaining making Disney World and Disneyland as updated as possible without doing too many crazy things if that makes any sense so that's kind of my two cents about that I hope if Bob Iger does sign off that they do find a great replacement I'm sure they will and I'm excited to see what's ahead for the future of Disney you know we've got Star Wars Land coming Toy Story Land coming you, there's so many things that are just kind of like rolling in and it's amazing it's great i i i want to be in disney world right now i'm so tired everybody from just like moving stuff i just can't, i just want to escape to the happy place of disney right now like i see everybody a lot of my friends on facebook are going to disney uh a lot of the people that i follow on social media have gone to disney world disneyland japan tokyo disney um you know, they've gone to see like Disney related things and I ha I just haven't gotten there yet and I just oh, I just want a little extra Disney goodness in my life. Can I just go to Disney World now, please? Please. Can we make this happen? But anyway, uh that's kind of it for right now. I'm super excited. I wanna, you know, update the news, but I also wanna tell you guys what's coming ahead. So as of probably in a couple weeks, Neil will be joining me probably regularly for these podcasts, but it's still going to be my show. Um, we're not changing the name. He's not going to. We haven't discussed if we're going to change the logo. I'm kind of biased to the fact that I have my face on a logo. Um, I don't know if I want to change it because it's, you know, my podcast, my show. But he is going to be on there. We're going to. What we're going to try to do is we're going to try to cross over with the podcast to YouTube since some of you may are also our YouTube followers. It's just easier for us and it gives us more time and it gives us time to give you guys the content that we want without having to feel pressured to talk about stuff that, you know, just being a creator and doing like what we really love and what we want to talk about because I feel like so many times when you do podcasts or when you do YouTube you feel pressured to talk about things that you don't really want to talk about well here I can talk about whatever I want to talk about as far as Disney and you know it doesn't take very long to get the episode out and do things like that and it just gives us more time with one another and we'll be able to give you guys more of the content that we want and not have to just you know worry about filming whatever and bringing you the bringing you good stuff and just we've never like we've had conversations but it'll be interesting to see where the conversations go as far as you know if we agree on a lot or if we go back and forth with things so i'm excited about that so that's definitely coming up we're going to set up a studio upstairs for that as soon as it's ready and up and going we'll have the audio equipment ready to go so that should be coming in the next couple weeks again i don't have a deadline for it but i'm hoping really soon I'm really excited about it. We're going to get a whole new background and everything. So it's going to be it's going to be a lot of fun. And I'll definitely have episodes where I'm going to be talking myself. So I'm just I'm really excited about the future of this podcast. And I'm so thankful again that I've had you guys and you guys have been so understanding and so lovely uh, over the f this last week, couple days that I've been not absent, but just busy moving and busy with life. I really appreciate that you guys understand so much. So if you ever have any questions about what I'm up to, where I'm going, 
You can find me on Twitter at GrapesOdaPod. If there's a Gmail account listed below, there's also a phone line that you can call and it's a 202 number you can find it in the show notes come say hey leave me a message tell me what you like what you don't like you can also like subscribe on podcasts on podbean and on itunes podcast the podcasting app i'm trying to think what else oh you can find me on instagram it's grapes at a podcast grapes at a club podcast i'm also i've got a merch shop which is in the description below so lots of things are coming i'm super excited but i just want to say thank you and i want to let you know that i am alive and well and this is gonna we're gonna keep going i'm so excited i can't believe we've done like 20 something episodes so far i know i said this is episode 15 but this is episode 15 of the ones that i'm doing solo so I'm so happy that you guys are on this journey with me. Thanks so much for coming. If there's something that you want to hear next week, don't you know hesitate to give me a buzz. You can find me on Facebook too. Find me there if I haven't responded to you. I try to be as best as I can about it, but in addition to this, I do have a day job, so it does get busy. But with that being said, I'm so happy to be back. I'm so happy that we're going to have a new studio coming soon, and I'm so happy that Neil's going to be joining me for a couple episodes. So... I will see you. Oh, there's going to be a bonus episode. So I will see you in a couple days with another episode of the Grave Soda Club podcast, hoping to get back on the regular schedule of every Tuesday. All right, guys. Thanks. My name has been Christina Porter. I've obviously been your host. Thanks so much for joining me. Stay tuned for another episode this coming week or next week where I bring you more goodness from my new, I'm so excited, and improved Disney studio. If I can, I'll try to post a picture on Twitter. All right, guys, I'll see you real soon, pal. Bye.